Kitty Cats podcast. Ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Community Cats podcast. I am your host, Stacey LeBaron. I've been involved helping homeless cats for over 20 years with the Merrimack River Feline Rescue Society. The goal of this podcast is to expose you to amazing people who are improving the lives of cats. I hope these interviews will help you learn how you can turn your passion for cats into action. Today, we're speaking with Christina Ha of Meow Parlor and Cat Camp. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me again. I'm so excited. Me too. I can't believe this is your third year running Cat Camp. Did you think you'd ever be at this point? I barely survived the first year. I can't <laughs> believe we're in year three. So it's like, it's super exciting. I can't believe this is going on and it's still a thing and people are still coming. That's great. When are the dates of uh, Cat Camp this year? This year it'll be June 1st and 2nd in New York City. So just about a week away, which is very exciting. And are you holding it in the same location that you had it last year? We're holding it in the same location we did it the first year. So it's at the Metropolitan Pavilion. Tell me a little bit about Cat Camp. Um, How did it get started? Why did you decide to start it? How has it evolved? And uh, what are your hopes and dreams for this year's Cat Camp? Cat Camp got its start in uh, 2017. Essentially, I'm one of the co-founders of Meow Parlor, which is New York's first cat cafe. And I was coming across a lot of people who wanted to learn more about how they can be better cat owners, how they can help rescue cats, how they can get more involved in the community. And I thought, how great would it be if we brought all those people together with essentially the experts of the field and, you know, have a weekend of sharing, communicating with each other, making friends and hopefully take action afterwards. So is this an event that's like only for people who are involved in rescue or is it cat lovers in general? You know, what are the different kinds of folks that you have attending the event? Well, at the basic minimum, our expectation is that you like cats. Uh, <laughs> and then from there, it's it's really for, for anyone who likes cats. So it could be people who are involved in the rescue community. It could be people who have a cat and just want to learn more about how to be better cat owners. Uh, it could be people who've heard about it and are curious and want to see how they can get involved. Essentially, if you love cats, we'll have something for you this weekend. You probably get a lot of New Yorkers and folks from probably Connecticut, New Jersey, and sort of surrounding areas. Do you get folks attending the event from outside of the area? Absolutely. Last time I checked, we had people from 30 different states and nine different countries. So they're coming in from as far away as Japan. Oh, my goodness. Wow, that's amazing. And how many people usually attend? Uh, it's usually about two to 3,000 people. That's fantastic. And I'm thrilled that Community Cats Podcast is going to be able to have a presence at Cat Camp this year. So it's going to be a lot of fun for the listeners that are out there. Be on the lookout for Kristen. She will be there with all of our Community Cats Podcast paraphernalia. So say hi to Kristen, introduce yourself, and um, you might be able to pick up a a bumper sticker or t-shirt while you're there. So uh, please check out Community Cats Podcast. We're there because we're supporting a great small grassroots event. And I think that it's really wonderful to see so many smaller events appearing all around the country. Um, When we spoke the first time, you had spoken a little bit about some of the larger, more national events being potentially a little intimidating to folks and that a smaller, more local feeling event would be really helpful, especially where your focus is on the cats of New York. Now, you have quite a few speakers attending. Do you want to share a few of the highlights at Cat Camp this year? 
Of course. It's not a cat camp with Jackson Galaxy. He is, you know, going to be giving our keynote. He's going to be um, involved in a couple of more activities this year, including an Ask Me Anything session with Kitten Lady, who's Hannah Shaw, um, who will be educating people about how to help neonatal kittens. Uh, we'll be bringing back Nikki Martinez, who's going to be talking about fostering and TNR. We will have people like Will from Flatbush Cats. One of the really cool things this year is we have partnered up with ASPCA and we're going to be offering trap neuter return certification so that people who get certified will be able to start trapping cats in their neighborhood and be able to use ASPCA's free spay neuter services. You know, we have amazing, amazing people like Ellen Carosa, who is a licensed vet tech and can help people learn a little bit more about navigating both being a better advocate for your cat when they go to the vet and also you know, how to care for your critical neonates. We have so many people involved this year <laughs> that it's like, it's incredible The our speaker list is just, it keeps growing and it grows exponentially. And it's so incredible to be with all these people who are amazing and they're at the top of their field and they're all coming in because they want more people involved. They don't want that this is their job forever, that they're educating. They want so many people involved that at some point in the future, community cats or people not fixing their cats and all these other things like they won't actually be the issues everyone will know what's going on everyone will be educated and I think that's the most exciting thing about it making it just this is the obvious way to do it and so we're not questioning our actions and we're not finding those barriers to affordability that you know in my dream world everybody would have access to affordable care for their cats, especially spay-neuter services. Getting the training certification to be able to have access to that free spay-neuter on the ASPCA van sounds like just a tremendous opportunity and well worth the visit. I also noticed you have some counseling sessions. What are those about? So this year uh, versus previous year, we're kind of leaning in a little bit more to the camp theme of the event. So essentially, all of our speakers are also serving as counselors. Uh, They're using their expertise in these small group sessions where they're going to be able to talk to people who are of very targeted interest, answering their questions, helping them resolve some of the things that they are unsure about. Right now, we have essentially two different kinds of camp counselor sessions focused that way. One of them is called Kitten Camp. So you're basically in this small session with 30 or so people with some of the top experts who who care for kittens so that you can network with each other, you know, get your questions answered. And essentially, we want people to have that sense of community with people with that same interest. We also have Mojo Camp with a lot of our experts like Michael Delgado, Ingrid King, Beth Adelman, who can talk to people like them and Jackson Galaxy about feline behavior. Like, is this normal? Is this not normal? How can I be a better advocate for cats? And we're really excited about this new counseling session. And essentially, it sold out immediately. We are really, really psyched about the response for it. That's great. Well, having the opportunity to sit in a small session with some of these folks, it's a great opportunity. Information is extremely valuable. I'm really thrilled that so many of the speakers that you have at Cat Camp have also been guests on the podcast. It's really nice that we're both covering the same folks. But in a way, too, I'd love to find other people to show that there are so many more people out there doing the things that these folks are doing, that these leaders are doing. But as you say, we want everybody to have the skill 
skills that are out there and to have the opportunities to be able to help the cats that are in their own community, regardless of whether it's New York City or rural Tennessee. Yeah. You know, you want to be able to assist cats in all communities and environments. Trying to catch a pregnant cat in time? Are you after that last cat who isn't fixed in your 10-cat colony? Got a wily feral who just won't go into a box trap no matter how much you spend on roasted chicken? How about catching a litter of kittens all at once with their mom? All these tough trapping situations and more can be solved if you know how to use a drop trap. Join Neighborhood Cats, co-designers of the first mass-manufactured drop trap on the market as they demonstrate how to best use this trapper's best friend, the drop trap. A Trapper's Best Friend is a webinar presented by the Community Cats Podcast and Neighborhood Cats on Saturday, June 29th, 2019 from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To sign up, go to communitycatspodcast.com. We'll see you there. Catalogical exists to help cat parents love their kitties better with the most in-depth cat food reviews online, plus hundreds of other fact-based articles. Catalogical is your one-stop shop when it comes to learning more about your cat. Catalogical works with multiple retail partners to provide custom coupons on everything from automatic litter boxes to microbiome testing, so you're also likely to save when you choose one of their recommended products. In the exhibition area, you have a lot of vendors selling cat-themed items. Are there educational vendors? Are there cats available for adoption at the event? Absolutely. So this year, we have a lot of returning vendors who have been here since, you know, year one. We have a lot of new vendors. We have a lot of people who are covering a lot of different grounds. So it's everything from jewelry for you to like accessories for your cats. We have the Animal Medical Center of New York. They're going to have a table there and you're going to be able to talk to people who are the vets, you know, who are from an animal hospital. We try to be very inclusive this year and just kind of cover a very large So it's basically people who are involved with the community and are doing TNR and you can go and talk to them and ask questions and support their mission. And there are people on the other end providing kickers and enrichment and other items that really benefit the cat that you have. So we are super, super excited about about our vendors and for our adoption center this year. This will be the first time that we'll have a cat cafe on site. In the past, I think it was a little bit too ambitious to, to add a cat cafe on site. It's a lot of work to to incorporate that. And this year, we're going to give it a try. Mail Parlor will have its own space. I think we're aiming right now for 20 kittens to be at, at the cat cafe. We're also partnering with several rescue organizations. Our goal this year is to kind of hit all the different boroughs of New York, as well as New Jersey, to kind of get representation from all over this area so that people can understand, you know, what are the challenges facing these organizations in these different areas? And maybe they're able to get exposure for a different audience that they didn't have before. That's awesome. The Cat Cafe is a wonderful idea. And I would say one of the hot topics that I get a lot of questions about actually is, you know, how to start a Cat Cafe and how to manage it and how to run it. You've gone through a couple of changes at Meow Parlor. We touched upon it a bit last year, and I didn't know if you wanted to update folks a little bit on any of the things that have been going on with Meow Parlor over the last year. 
Last year, we started doing our own adoptions in-house, and it's been it's been actually a wonderful experience. Uh, it turns out in the last year and a half or so, we've done more adoptions than we did in the previous like two and a half years combined. This year, we're doing technically, I think, about 20 adoptions a month. And it's just been, it's been insane. Like We had no expectations that this would happen for us. Our team, everyone feels so empowered being that resource for our community. I think that one of the things that we offer that I find to be amazing is we offer a lot of follow-up, a lot of behavior work, um, answering questions for people. We're there for them post-adoption. And a lot of that is possible because essentially at the end of the day, we sat down and thought, what were the things that you know are valuable for new pet owners? What are the things that's important for building that relationship? And we wanted every single one of our adopters to consider us family so that, you know, when they bring their new family member home, they have their extended family to be able to rely on to ask questions. So we train all of our employees with behaviorists so that they learn a lot more about that aspect of it so that cats aren't considered bad cats because of these behaviors. We have a better understanding of why they're doing it so that we can explain that out to our doctors to let them know that's not bad at all. It's just they're just trying to tell you something. And this is what I think they're trying to tell you. And this is what we could do to resolve that. We have a lot of very, very happy adopters. We've been so blessed with these wonderful cats. This year, we started taking in kittens. Uh, in the past, it used to be we would take in just a few kittens every year that were below eight weeks of age. This year, I actually have my first set that I took in when they were a day old. Mm. It was by far the scariest thing I'd ever done. But I thought I should give this a try. If I want people to get more involved in the community, I need to know what I'm doing. And I need to see how difficult it is so that when we get foster homes who want to try that, that I can provide support for them and let them know this is what I went through and it was hard and it was difficult and we we're here for you like a hundred percent of the way. You know, that was challenging and all five of them survived and they're going to probably get adopted immediately because they're so incredible. But we've been making these changes and growing our foster program. And I think all of it has been incredibly positive, but to be perfectly clear, this is not what I expected when we opened a cat cafe that we would ever get to this point, that we would have our own nonprofit. We would be doing our own adoptions. I didn't have that ambition to begin with because I was so intimidated and I didn't know what to do or how to get started or how to navigate all of that. And so I think anyone who wants to open a cat cafe should realize that things don't always go to plan. So there might be a day where you sit down and you're like, well, can I do something better? Can I make some changes? And you'll find that these little changes make a big difference. And to be honest, four and a half years after opening, we're now busier than we've ever been. I'm still not entirely sure why, but it's been wonderful. <laughs> You're not going to complain. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> well, and it's great. I mean, it's, a, it's still a very young business. I mean, four and a half years may seem like forever in your mind, but it's still not that long of a time to be in business. And it takes a long time to grow that reputation. But you've created family. In a way, you're creating those adoptions and creating a relationship with that person in your community. So that person's going to come back and use the cafe and promote it amongst their friends and all that kind of stuff. So I firmly believe that having the cats has helped grow other aspects of your business. And I would think you might think that way too. Absolutely. I, I, I realize that, you know, our happy adoptions does turn into a marketing opportunity. And 
ultimately lots of people come back and they say, I'm here because I had a great experience last time and I'm ready to adopt my second cat. Mm -hmm. Or, hey, my sister just moved to the city and she wants to adopt a cat. And I said, let's go here. It is growing in that way. It is lots of word of mouth. It's been wonderful kind of getting all the feedback from people saying this has been such a pleasant experience, getting to know you guys, getting to be part of this process with you. And and it's wonderful because, you know, we're learning every day and we're growing with these people. And I think it's so beautiful. So folks are interested in seeing the sort of relationship you have. You have the Cat Cafe, and then I assume you have a nonprofit branch that handles the adoption side of things. Do you have two separate legal entities? Is that correct? That is correct. So that's a little complicated there. So I would highly recommend folks take the time to check out Meow Parlor to find out how that relationship works because there's different reporting for different types of business entities. You just have to be aware of that. It does involve more work, but it doesn't sound like it's something you should be scared of. It's very intimidating, to be clear, but it's not that scary if you can take it upon yourself to reach out to the community and ask for help. And I think that you'll be pleasantly surprised to learn that there are many people out there who want to see you succeed. So, Christina, I want to slip back to uh, Cat Camp. We got off track here on the yep. on the Cat Cafe, but with Cat Camp, I know after the first year, the first year was a really hard Cat Camp for you because mm-hmm. you learned so much that first year. And it seems like you've garnered some extra sponsors. Are there particular sponsors that you would like to make sure get mentioned today? Absolutely. We could not do this without the support of the Petco Foundation. They are incredible, incredible supporters of what we do. They 100% believe in our mission and they're excellent sponsors to work with. You know, I love having the conversation with them because it's just like, how can we grow together? How can we do this together and be involved with each other throughout the course of the year? And I think we are so blessed to be able to work with an organization like that. And also Liturgini, you know, they've been sponsors for the last two years and it's been so nice working with them because they are so, you know, happy with how the event goes and they bring tons of Liturginis. So people are going home, they have a Liturgini, they all have this item that they love. And I think that it's lovely working with them. I'm going to put a plug out there that on their Liturginis right now, there's a picture of Jackson Galaxy and two kittens on there. And those <laughs> two kittens are from Meow Parlor. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that's great because, you know, obviously Cat Camp does have expenses. They have to pay a certain amount of money. And I would assume that not all the costs are covered by ticket sales. Does Cat Camp have, is it its own company or does it fall under Meow Parlor? How does that work? It operates under its own entity. And I really appreciate you pointing out that it has a lot of expenses. New York City is just such an expensive city. I think probably out of all of the events (laughs) out there, it's probably one of the most expensive to execute. And meanwhile, I'm proud that with the help of our sponsors, we're able to keep our costs low, knowing that the people who come in, this is so valuable for them to learn this information. So if we could keep our ticket prices low with the help of our sponsors, we could get the message out there to more people. So for folks that are interested in going to Cat Camp next week, June 1st and 2nd, right? Yes. How do they find you on the internet? You can go to our website, which is catcampnyc.com and purchase your tickets there. Christina, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today? Thank you guys for listening. And I appreciate everything you guys do to support cats.
for our Community Cat Podcast listeners out there, please check out Kristen at Cat Camp and the Community Cats Podcast will have a presence there at Cat Camp. So maybe we can do a little meetup with the listeners. So uh, don't be shy. This year will be the first time we're there. We're very, very excited and thrilled. So we look forward to it. And Christina, thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for creating Cat Camp. Thank you for keeping it going. And also Meow Parlor, you're doing a tremendous job in New York. And I want to thank you. And thank you for those bottle babies too. That is a job I never <laughs> could uh, could do. I value my sleep too much. And I had kids and I lost my sleep uh, with kids and I just couldn't go into the bottle baby scenario. So thank you for for doing that because that is scary territory. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Take care. All right. Thanks, everybody. Join us June 21st through 23rd for a kitten-focused event presented by the National Kitten Coalition and the Community Cats Podcast. This three-day virtual gathering will feature presentations by experts on raising and saving kittens, setting up and managing kitten-centered shelter programs, and more. Early bird tickets are available now through April 30th for just $50, and after that, $75 tickets will be available through June 22nd. So don't wait. Sign up for the 2019 Online Kitten Conference. Thank you.